Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, and I'm really excited you are here. I have to start by saying that this is not the episode I had planned for this week. But a couple of recent conversations with some fellow mom friends inspired me to share something with you that I haven't really shared much about. I never thought much about it, to be honest, and I definitely never thought it might make me unique or special when it comes to my motherhood journey. But I guess what I've learned is that each of our experiences are unique and special and worth sharing. It's our journey to own, and it's part of my story to tell. And it's kind of an important part, I guess. So today I'm going to tell you something you probably don't know about me. And maybe sharing my experience will help just one other woman out there who is navigating the same or similar path. So here it is. Did you know that I have interviewed while pregnant two different times? And the second time led me to change jobs, pack up everything and move at nearly nine months pregnant? It's true. And I want to talk about this idea of interviewing while pregnant. Can it be done? Should it be done? And how do you even tackle something this big? Before I jump in, I want to give a couple of disclaimers. I'm not going to dive too deep on the job search process itself. There are tons of great resources on that out there. And I'm sure I'll have a podcast on finding a job you love or navigating the job search process at some point in the future. It's definitely a necessary skill. But for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to focus on the point in the process where you're actively interviewing for a position. The second disclaimer is that I can only share my experience and what worked for me at the time. I realize I was fortunate to have a healthy, albeit quite miserable, pregnancy. I was very sick a lot of the time, actually both times. But I know there are many women who feel very different about their pregnancies and what they can or can't handle. And that's both physically and emotionally during that time. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to get into the health side of things. I acknowledge that every woman is different and has a different set of circumstances. If you find yourself with an opportunity to advance or grow your career in a positive direction while you're also growing your family, I'm sharing with you in mine. I'll start with my own personal story and what I learned and then share three key factors I used to determine if switching course while growing a baby was a good move or not. As always, you're free to listen and take it in, and if it serves you well, or you know someone who might benefit from my experiences, I hope you'll share it. So let's get to it. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, 
durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. When I think about my own experiences, I have to backtrack a little bit. Uh, And this goes back to a situation I experienced in what would have been 2009, um, with the same year my daughter was born, obviously. So I was three years into my professional journey and pregnant with my first child. I received a call, just totally out of the blue, inviting me to interview for a position at another university. At the time, I was working at an entry-level position at my alma mater, and I loved it. But this opportunity was an equally prestigious university, a big southern school with bigger budgets, bigger staff, basically bigger everything. It was honestly the first time someone was calling me with an opportunity. I breezed through the phone interview and was invited down to the school for a final round. But there was one major issue. I was past the point where I felt safe flying. I was very pregnant. It was pretty close to my due date, if I remember correctly. And I remember this so clearly. I remember the gentleman that I was talking to doing the hiring. Actually, he's a friend now, ironically. But at the time, I sort of panicked and I didn't really know what to say. I think I just like blurted out that I was really excited, but that I couldn't fly in for an interview right then. Obviously, he asked why. And I said, well, you know, I'm due with my first child in just a few weeks. And it was like crickets. And it ended the opportunity really quick. It was a, well, good luck with that. We need to move forward with our process. This was a new experience. I I didn't know then what I know now, so I just accepted it. It was a time when Zoom wasn't a thing, and I was too young into my career to really know what to ask to even extend the conversation. So that's the first part of my experience. But let's fast forward to 2012. I have a three-year-old at home. I've already transitioned jobs once. I'm in a, a new situation. And I presented with an opportunity to change course to a better environment for myself and my family. Um, But this time I was going through the process in December with a March due date. You know what that means. I was in the third trimester with my second pregnancy. So I was huge and miserable because that is how pregnancy treats me. But the interview was within a comfortable driving distance. So this time I went through the process. I rented a maternity suit to look as professional as possible and was honest and upfront about my hopes for the pregnancy, maternity leave, and the return to work. It was a completely different experience, night and day. If you're considering a change in careers while pregnant, I think the biggest question is the to disclose or not to disclose. And I don't know if I believe it's an ethical dilemma as much as I believe it's a personal choice. Every situation is going to be different, and honestly, timing is everything. For you, as much as for them. Same with your relationships to the employer or the recruiter. Your decision might be different in different situations. Your health, your baby's health, the due date, how many kids are at home, insurance, doctors, all of that plays a role in this decision. Legally, you're in no obligation to disclose your pregnancy to a potential employer before being hired. However, if you're meeting in person and noticeably pregnant, you can probably expect it to come up and you have to be prepared to acknowledge what's happening. I want to share three main factors I had to navigate that you might want to keep on your radar. The first one might seem kind of trivial. It's what to wear. There are a couple schools of thought here. Do you hide it 
Or do you dress it to feel both professional and comfortable? The it being that baby bump. I was doing this before the days of virtual interviews, and in my industry, it's common to be routed through a series of panel interviews where you cycle through a lot of people in a short amount of time. I honestly don't know if this service exists, but I rented a business suit from an online company called Mine for Nine. Let me quick look this up while I talk. Yes, it looks like they still do exist. It's like a rent the runway concept, but for pregnant women to find formal wear or unique pieces for a fraction of the price that you can rent for a day or a weekend. It was a lifesaver at that point for me. I sort of feel like maybe this might not be as much of a roadblock nowadays, but in the moment, it felt like a big one. I wanted to look professional, but man, I I couldn't even sit for more than an hour at a time if I was lucky, and heels were hell no. If you're trying to hide a bump or just feel professional and comfortable with it for the day, there are a lot of options out there to help you dress the part. Even when you're not pregnant, dressing for an interview can be tense. It can be stressful but I didn't want to let that stand in my way, and you shouldn't either. Another factor to consider are the benefits. Healthcare options late in pregnancy with a delivery date looming take on a little bit different priority. Once you disclose your pregnancy, you're protected from discrimination, but you need to clearly understand the benefits plan and what elements will and won't be available to you, specifically around maternity leave and if you even qualify. The U.S. is the only industrialized nation without a paid family leave law. So you're at the mercy of your company's policy and state's benefits. You might be familiar with the term FMLA, which stands for Family Medical Leave Act. It provides 12 weeks of job-protected, unpaid leave, but most of the time you have to have been with a company for at least 12 months. So if you do the math, you would have had to be employed before you found out you were even pregnant. FMLA requires employers to give you your original job, or one that's equivalent, when you return from your leave. It also requires employers to provide continuous health insurance coverage while you're out. If you don't qualify, you might be able to take advantage of long-term or short-term disability or different forms of medical leave offered by your state. But you won't know the answers on these specifics until you ask for the information. Beyond the initial having of the baby... You also want to understand the family-friendly policies that might be important to you. You don't have to ask all the hard-hitting questions on the first go-round, but the benefits and culture become more important as you weigh your options. The final factor I had to weigh was related to my medical care. Not so much the insurance and benefits, but the actual doctors I was used to, and if I felt comfortable making a change midstream, or in my case, really late in the game. Whether you're early in your pregnancy or later, you'll likely have an established care team. If the new opportunity is going to take you away from them, you have to ask yourself, how comfortable are you with that? If you're staying local and don't have to change, then obviously this doesn't apply. But it was a big factor for me. I felt like I didn't have enough time to learn about my options for care, and I sort of had to just pick someone at random based on the insurance we were taking on with the new employment. It worked out fine, but it definitely added some stress. If you have a specific birth plan you want to follow, or if you're high risk, or you just plain don't want to change, then you'll need to take this into consideration and do the legwork as quickly as possible so you can make an informed decision. The key takeaway for this episode is the fact that I'm proof that it's possible to make a job or career change while pregnant. If you feel like the opportunity is there, 
and it makes sense for you based on your own priorities and your own set of evaluating criteria, then go after it. Being pregnant doesn't have to be the end or even require you to hit the pause button on advancing in your career. I am positive I raised a whole lot of red flags while I was going through the interview process. But my skills, experience, and the way I ultimately sold myself as the right person for the job allowed me to land the position. It put the ball in my court so I could evaluate the company and its people based on my needs and my plans for pregnancy, maternity leave, and the return to, honestly, a completely different environment. Ultimately, I accepted a position and made it through close to six weeks of work before my daughter was born. I then was able to take nine weeks of leave, which was honestly more than I expected. It was tough coming back to work because I basically had to retrain on some of the things, and while I was technically employed for a few months by then, it really only felt like a few weeks to me. We managed to move across states and got everything set up in time for Hadley's arrival. That was stressful as well, but if you want to know more on how to move while pregnant, we can have that discussion on another day. I'll just say that I was very thankful for a moving allowance and moving professionals because me and my giant belly and giant ankles were having very little of that. Before I wrap this episode, one last thing I want to say, and this is from my perspective as a working mom of two, with 12 years of experience under my belt, in a career dominated by men, and for a majority of the time in higher education, which means I'm a state employee. I'll never stop advocating for women's rights in the workplace. Parental leave policies are part of that conversation and one that I hope continues to be elevated to the highest levels. You can do anything, literally anything you want, as long as you're given the tools and the opportunities. I want to see women have success in growing their careers and their businesses in whatever form that takes. And now you know my story and how I learned from one failed interview attempt only to land another while very, very pregnant. I hope this opens your eyes to new opportunities, if that's something you feel called to pursue in your life. And if you have specific questions or want to know more, I'd love to chat with you. Feel free to reach out on Instagram. You can find me at Erin underscore Kraber or use the link in the show notes to find me online because I'm definitely in your corner and cheering you on. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help this show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.